Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Very appropriate. Very appropriate, Copper. Good choice. I can't get no satisfaction by the Rolling Stones. Uh, Charlie Watts, longtime drummer for the Stones, 80 years old, uh, died today. Uh, end of an era uh, right there. But, yeah, I can't get no satisfaction. Could be the theme song for the day, Copper. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see I mean, that. It just It's very apropos right now. Um, I can't get no satisfaction out of watching the news. And, and this, by the way, uh, more breaking news. So this happens uh, just uh, during the break. It is now 436, and I'm going to give you more breaking news. So right now it's being reported by Jennifer Griffin on Fox that the Taliban don't want Afghans to leave because – no, I take it back. This was ABC reporting. ABC reporting the Taliban don't want Afghans to leave. Here's their spin on it. Because they need them there to help them with the different aspects of governance, of running the economy, of, of making the banks operate. You know what that means? They're a bunch of illiterate goons. They don't know how to run it on their own. That's what it means. So they're going to sweep into power. Oh, we're taking it all back. We are the Taliban. And they're going to come take it all back. And they have no clue how to run it. Well, I know that for a fact because literally they ran it into the ground before. When I was, when I was there uh, in 2002, which was you know, immediately after the war kicked off, uh, the, the, the infrastructure was destroyed because they destroyed it. They were, they were, I mean, there were literally places where they would tear down a building to get the bricks to go build another building because they didn't remember how to make bricks. I mean, Taliban have been making you know, clay-fired uh, or kiln-fired bricks for thousands of years. But they, they had so destroyed society that they were having to pirate some of the existing. It was almost like some kind of post-apocalyptic scene. And they would take over schools because schools were uh, big buildings. They would take over schools and turn them into army barracks rather than build a barracks for their troops. Uh, they, would, they would just, the, the roads were completely destroyed. I, I saw bridges that were made. In, I mean, it was, you know, on the one hand, you look at it, it's pretty creative. But the abutments to the bridge were made using uh, former Soviet uh, tanks and armored personnel carriers filled with concrete uh, as the abutments for the bridge, literally, holding up the bridge. I mean, that's, that's where they were. That's the Taliban. Uh, you know, the, uh, I've got pictures of the Kunduz Afghanistan uh, airstrip, which was built by the Soviets. It was a former attack helicopter base for the Soviets, and that's where we got our resupply. Uh, and, and that most recently was the actual base for the Afghan army, and prior to that, to U.S. troops, uh, but after I had been there, uh, we actually built a base there. Uh, I just lived on the economy in, in an Afghan house. But, but, the, but the, the airfield was littered with destroyed planes and things that could no longer work because the Taliban didn't know what to do with it because they're a bunch of illiterate goons. And yet now they've got the country. Now they've got what they want. But they don't want the Afghans to leave. They're afraid of the brain drain, according to uh, ABC News. Uh, ABC paints it as, we, we want them to stay. Come on, ABC, wake up. They don't know how to run it. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. Uh, so, folks, it is, uh, it, is, it is amazing to watch this entire thing unfold before our very eyes. But there are, um, there are others uh, here in this state who have uh, opinions and solutions. I'm going to leave the phone lines open for a few minutes as we wind down the show for the day. 866-494-9866. 866-494-9866. Y'all, I'm going to be honest with you. There's a lot of news happening around this state that we've not even been able to get to. So tomorrow I'm going to do the best I can to make it a show more Alabama-centric. 
Although, not to say that anything we talked about today does not impact you. How does this impact you? Well, well in a variety of ways. N- number one is the fact that we are a military state, all right? Alabama is, not, is, is just known for being a state in which the military community is not only welcome, but is a part of the very fabric of who we are, all right? So looking at the, I mean, from, from one end of the state to the other, between Fort Rucker training all aviation officers in the U.S. military, when you got Maxwell Air Force Base, which is the schoolhouse for officers in the Air Force, when you've got Anderson Army Depot, which is one of the only depots in the nation that repairs uh, and, and returns to service uh, military vehicles damaged overseas, and along with other things they do out there that are very logistics heavy. And then you've got, of course, Redstone Arsenal, which is the centerpiece for all of Army Material Command, which means every bean and bullet is in some way counted and accounted for through what happens at Redstone Arsenal, not to mention all the other things that happen at Redstone Arsenal, um, is, is, is pretty indicative of who we are as a state in terms of our active duty military capacity. But then you look at who we are as a state in the broad sense. Did you know that Alabama has one of the highest per capita um, veterans in our population of any state in the nation? That's who we are. That is who we are. We are a state that, that says that uh, the military is welcome here, and we are a state that says the military also is welcome to retire here because we provide a great life. And there's a lot of reasons why what's happening overseas does impact us. Because if you think for a minute that it's not going to circle back around and impact other aspects of our life, think again. The ability of the United States to be um, able to provide that kind of assurance on the national, international scale that we have before is being diminished before our very eyes. What kind of contracts are we going to have for training foreign nations with our military if we're the military that can't be counted on? What kind of opportunities are we going to have for providing a security and defense for places like Taiwan if China decides to bow up? Because I guarantee you, I guarantee you, China is looking at this right now and saying, hmm, this may be our time. What, what, what happens in other regions of the world when despots and tyrants decide to bow up? What happens in North Korea right now? Do the South Koreans, are they concerned? Do they see the will of the American leadership eroding before their very eyes? Well, I do, and I'm here. And then you've got that comment that you heard just a moment ago. Just the national trust that, that Hamid talked about with his father. His father, who has lived through the Soviet invasion and all the way up to now. He, so Hamid's father lived through the Soviets. He lived through the Taliban. He lived through the fall of the Taliban and the global war on terror with the Americans coming. And now he's in the position that he's in, stuck in Kabul, trying to figure out how to get his family out. And his, fam, his father told him the other day, apparently, if you heard it here on the show earlier, we trusted the Russians and they left us. And now we've trusted the Americans, and they've left us. Folks, that is not who we are as a nation. That is not who we are as a state. That is not who we want to be known for or known as. And I'm just going to tell you right now, some of what happens in terms of the growth of the defense sector, some of what happens in the diplomacy realm, some of what happens in international and national commerce, is impacting 
is being impacted by all of what you're seeing right now just on the Afghanistan front. Because when you project weakness, people see it and they prey upon it and they take advantage of it and they try to gain leverage because of it. And our, even our peers right now, internationally, are trying to figure out what they can gain from this. And the idea that we're going to sit idly by and watch this unravel the way we are is, is, a, is a truly horrible thing. If you want to call in and talk about it, we're going to have a few minutes left in the show, 866-494-9866. You may be driving home right now. It is 4.44 p.m. You're hitting that rush hour going down Highway 72 out towards Madison or going down I-65 or 565 or straight down the parkway. Just know this. Uh, we've got a broad listening audience all the way down in Coleman, out towards Tuscaloosa, across the northeastern part of the state, over towards DeKalb County. And if you want to listen to us live online, you can anytime, all right? Right Side Radio is here for you no matter where you are. So if you're driving outside of the otherwise broad range of our AMFM capability here on WVNN, all you got to do is click rightsideradio.org. And on that website, you can find Listen Live and take us wherever you go. All right, folks, we're headed towards a short break right now. We'll come back from that short break and wrap up the day. If you want to call in for the last segment, 866-494-9866, I'll take a couple of calls if they come in. It's been a full day. I'm about wrung out from it. Tomorrow we got plenty more to talk about. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. We'll be right back. Talk 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Phil Williams here hosting Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, just plain right. And that's more than just a mantra. That's the way we actually feel and the way we take this show. Hey, listen, uh, folks, I've been telling you about uh, my friends at etaxbreaks.com. Let me tell you real quickly about them again. etaxbreaks.com. If you're not familiar, they're a company that finds your business money you didn't know you qualified for. Oh, got your attention, didn't I? etaxbreaks.com, they find you money. There's like 3,000 or more programs out there that literally offer tax credits, tax incentives, uh, grants, all kinds of things, just because you run your business well or run it with common sense for that matter. Like, did you hire a veteran? Did you put your business in a geographic location that qualifies and you didn't know it? Did you... um, uh, did you retain your employees through the pandemic? Have you ever had your business survive a natural disaster? All these things qualify, believe it or not. And last month alone, they just told me they won, they, they, not won, they, they found over $7 million for their clients in one month, one month. And they don't get paid unless they find you money. So folks, I'd encourage you to check them out. Etaxbreaks.com forward slash right side. Go check them out. Etaxbreaks.com forward slash right side. Hey, Copper, I know we got somebody hanging on the line. So let me go to Kenny on line three. Kenny from Huntsville. This is Phil Williams uh, here on Right Side Radio. Thanks for holding on during the break. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. I just wondering if our culture is starting to lose the, what it, the meaning of freedom and what it really costs. You know, if you think about it, you cannot find you probably cannot find a World War II vet, and there's not many 
Koreans at all. And so, um, you know, and not to, not to count, you know, there's a storm and all like that, not trying to belittle that, but I just wonder if we're losing what it costs to be free. And if we're not careful, we're going to find out real quick. Man, Kenny, that's, that's an amazing point. Hey, Kenny for Huntsville, thanks for calling in that, that, that is an excellent point. You know, and it goes back to my opening monologue at the beginning of the show today. I talked about the fact that if it was easy, everybody would do it. Sometimes the hard things are what it takes to, to, to really preserve what we have and how um, uh, in, in that same vein, uh, Tom Brady, the quarterback, opening in my monologue, I quoted him. He said that he's so tired today of seeing people that, that blame others for their lack of success or they don't want to work as hard as they should. And, and, and so, Kenny, your point is well taken, my brother. Uh, you, are, uh, you sound like a right-side ruffian, and you get the, the aspects of freedom. And I do believe, by the way, there are a number of people out there who still really get it, and we need them to stand up in this time that we're in because it is so worth preserving. And, and, and like Kenny said, if you don't start preserving it, uh, you'll find out real quickly what it means to live without it. And, and, I, and you know, as we, as we wind down the show today, let me, let me just tell you, uh, the, the fact that our, our president has, has made these several addresses to the nation, taking no questions. I mean, like today, he, he went up there and, and he didn't even deal with the crisis at hand. The number one crisis in the world right now is the capitulation of U.S. presence in Afghanistan and the complete uh, uh, abdication of all that we say that we stand for. Uh, and, and he didn't address that until he'd had opportunity, first of all, to extol Nancy Pelosi's virtues and to thank her for helping get $3.5 trillion of unfunded spending uh, poised for passage and that, uh, uh, you know, that we're going to give away free stuff and we're going to tax corporations and make them pay their fair share and deal with the climate crisis. And, oh, by the way, Afghanistan. Well, folks, with regards to Afghanistan, what we really need to see from a commander-in-chief is somebody who will go to the podium and say, we're going to make some hard choices. And what you're seeing right now, this is on me. But I'm determined that it will be made right. And that president would then hopefully look at the microphone or look at the, the camera and stand there in front of the microphone and say, and to the American public, I want you to know that I value who we are as a people. I value the reputation that we have built with blood and treasure over over two centuries. And that we as a people will not allow ourselves to be defined by this moment because we are defined by those who have gone before us. And then I would hope that same president would then look at the camera and say, and to the Americans who are still in Afghanistan, we will not leave you. We will be here as long as it takes. I don't care rat squat what those Neanderthal Taliban have to say. If they want us out, then they will get out of our way and let us do our part. We don't need their cooperation. We will come and get you, Americans in Afghanistan. If you are there in country, find your way of telling us exactly where to find you. And I will launch every combat search and rescue crew that I have at my disposal. And I will fly to the far reaches of that godforsaken land, and I will bring you home. And I would hope that same president would look at the camera and say to our Afghan friends and those who have stood with us and fought with us and believed in us for two decades, you are not forgotten, and this was not in vain. And if you want to come and live with us or anywhere else in the world, we will make that means available to you. 
If you choose to stay there, I understand that's your home country. But if you want to leave, we want you to leave because you have so much to offer. And your life should not be defined by the cruelness, the cruelty, and the tyranny that accompany this Taliban organization wherever they go. And then lastly, I would hope that that president would do what he truly has not done yet. Look at the camera and say, and in the middle of all of this, to our veterans of the war in Afghanistan, nothing you did was in vain. And to those of you who lost something or lost someone, or just at the very least lost time with your family and your lives back here because you spent time over there, it is greatly appreciated and it will never be forgotten. And on my watch, I will do all that I can to build a monument in your honor on the mall in, a, in, in Washington, D.C., because that is who we are as a nation. Folks, that's what we need in terms of leadership. That's what we need in a time like this. That's what we need desperately right now to establish, reestablish our position in the world stage. Because what use is it to be the greatest superpower in the history of the world if you abandon your friends? What use is it to be the most prosperous nation in the history of the world if you can't take care of your own? What good is it to say you have the greatest military ever known to man if you can't exercise that military to do the hard things that are required? And by the way, it does take hard decision-making, and it does take leadership. By God, if it was easy, everybody would do it. But right now, we're seeing a leadership that doesn't understand that because they're so risk-averse. Well, folks, that's almost like a second monologue to close out the show, but Phil Williams here, Right Side Radio, solid conservative, just plain right. We love you. We're glad you're in the audience, you bunch of right side ruffians. You keep your head up, all right? Keep your chin up. We're moving forward on this thing. We need you to stand up. We need you to say not on my watch. And by the way, you are not alone. We will be here tomorrow laying it all out and laying it on thick. Phil Williams, News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the powerhouse of North Alabama. We'll be back tomorrow. Have a great night.